It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. InnovateForward.com. So once again, that's that's info. That's I N F O at InnovateForward.com. If you would like to continue to follow the issues of Moves Magazine, so I'm, I'm very excited about it because we're, we're going to be putting out the edition on March 1st, on March 1st, 2017. That's on a Wednesday. So I'll just give my layout team some additional time to put some of the additional finishing touches onto Moves Magazine. For those, I see some people that are just calling into the line tonight. Once again, welcome to the No One Talk broadcast tonight. We have a great interview planned out, and also it's going to be a rather short show tonight, but we have a very impactful interview where our guest 
tonight is going to be talking about her community organization and all that she does to not only benefit her community, but also help plant the seeds for children in her community to in turn turn around and benefit the community. Just before I go any further with the broadcast tonight and before we bring our special guests on, I have been getting a couple of questions for some individuals I, I met with two two PR firms yesterday that wanted to book their guests on the No One Talk broadcast on one of the Wednesday nights. If, if you would like to book a guest for the No One Talk broadcast, you can email, email my team at notalk1 at gmail.com. Once again, that, that email address is notalk1 at gmail.com. The only other upcoming announcement and campaign that I have ongoing right now is most of you know that I have my Help for Haiti Now drive that's still ongoing. We're still working to assist our brothers and sisters in Haiti that were adversely affected by Hurricane Matthew in October. So if you would like to assist with that effort, you can email me as well at the same email address at notalk1 at gmail.com. That's no K-N-O-W, talk, T-A-L-K, the number one at gmail.com. And we're accepting the following items. We're, we're accepting mattresses, pillows, new and gently used clothing, as well as water bottles and diapers as well. So we're, we're helping with much of the infrastructure for our brothers and sisters in Haiti that are still attempting in the rebuilding efforts and are still working to revitalize many, much of the infrastructure in Haiti. So once again, that's our Help for Haiti Now drive. If you would like to receive a flyer as well, once again, the email address, if you would like to receive a flyer with some additional information on my Help for Haiti Now campaign, you can email me at notalk1 at gmail.com. All right, so tonight we have our very special guest that's on tonight. I want to introduce her briefly right before I bring her on. I just want to read just a bit of her bio. She's the founder and CEO of Catalyst Global Youth Initiatives, which created the award-winning community-based Catalyst Mentoring that's currently serving 22 of the, 70, of the 72 schools in Volusia County and has done so for the past five years. She's created three male middle school groups called DREAM and is also a male student achievement specialist. She's also the author of the book Raising Kings, and her new book, No Nonsense Parenting, Parents, You Are the Problem, is pending publication. And in addition to all of these accolades, she's also practiced medicine for 28 years, is a mother of three sons, and a grandmother of nine. So help me welcome all my listeners of the No One Talk broadcast. Help me welcome Felicia Benzo, who's the CEO of Catalyst Global Youth Initiatives, to the line. Felicia, good evening. Thank you for joining us tonight. Good evening. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, a absolutely. Definitely. I guess for, just for our interview for the beginning, just tell our listeners a bit about Catalyst Global Youth Initiatives. Catalyst is a, a, a divine assignment, actually. Uh, I was not expecting to run a mentoring program. You know, it was, it was a mass move of my family to Florida. And, um, I was going to continue with medicine and then decide, nope, I don't want to do medicine anymore. I just um, do financial services, and I did that for 16 years. And um, two people came to my door while I was doing my motivation, self-development, meditation, while I was practicing all the things I need to practice to be a good business person. And didn't even know these people, and they said, we need mentors for this school. And I was like, you know, I really don't want to, you know, entertain this. 
but something prompted me that they needed help, and that's the reason why they sought me out. Until today, I have no idea who sent them. And in sitting with them, they told me, look, we need uh, mentors for this particular school. I asked them how many they need. They said six. Again, the prompt came that, you know, they were just minimizing what they really needed. And I asked them, what would it take to be effective? Because whatever I do, I plan to be effective, especially around children. And they said, it'll take about uh, 30 or 60 uh, people. Well, I was just floored. And I said, well, you know, to move that many people in a school, you know, your community through a school like this, you're really going to need a program. And so in research, I found out that in our community here, 76% of the children are coming from single female head of households. 86% of our schools are Title I schools, which means that more than 76% of the children are on free and reduced lunch. It's a new way of saying poverty. And if you are at 75%, you don't get on the list. And most of our schools are at 74, 75%. They don't get Title I funds. But it is an issue in our county, and I'm sure we're not the only one in Florida, much less in the United States. And when you look at the state of mentoring, they estimate 19 million of the 70 million children in this country should have mentors, not just need them, should have mentors. And less than 1.9 children actually have mentors. So that's how Catalyst was born. Children and adults together achieving leadership, inspiration, success, and trust. Wow, that's a powerful acronym. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it is a way of, when we look at the challenges most children have is because of adults. We're the ones that produce these movies, these entertainers, parade these ball players in front of them, talk any way we want around them, have all kinds of television shows on them, clothes, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, and we're also the ones that abuse them. There's no way to get around the effect of adults on children. And, and just my leading into my second question, because that actually segues perfectly. If, for example, just hypothetically, if I had a son and I really want to reach my son and translate better to his generation, and I think that Catalyst Global Youth Initiatives is the only way for me to attempt to understand coming from an older generation where his generation is coming from attempting to go, how how can I as a parent, what's a the process of me signing my child up for Catalyst Global Youth Initiatives and getting him involved? Well, how it started was that the schools, the counselors, the teachers, administrators who identified children uh, that they thought would be the additional assistance of an adult in their lives. Many children may have, uh, they may be withdrawn. They may not be doing well academically. They may be doing doing well academically, but there's circumstances at the home, like the early death of a parent, a parent that is deployed, a parent that may be incarcerated. 
They may be with a grandparent like so many of the kids are. They move around from school. Uh, that's how it really started. And then parents started saying, well, you know, I think my child would benefit by having a mentor. And so the parents started telling the counselors that they would like to request a mentor for their child. Now we've gotten to the point where children see these wonderful relationships with these adults and these children, and they're requesting that they have wow. a mentor as well. All of us oh, need wow. mentors. They tell us, you know, adults need mentors. I have five mentors myself, not mentees, mentors, people that actually mentor me. It's a wonderful way of stretching yourself, being accountable as an adult. You know we use it for uh, internships and all kinds of professional uh, teaching programs use some form of mentoring. But for a child, is that person that sees the greatness in that child, even when they don't see it. It's that personal cheerleader. It's that person that holds that light on until the child can do it. And in fact, Nevin, the first school that we went to mentor in was not even the school that made the request in the first place, by the way. But the first school that we went to mentor in, 50% of those kids are homeless. 40%, they have a 40% transiency in that school. It's nothing for 40% of their students to be gone or replaced by Thanksgiving. And when I asked their counselor, and this is going to be the name of my next book, I said, what do you want the mentors to do for these children? She said, bring them hope. I have never thought of children being hopeless, especially in the United States, with all the things that we have. But since we've been doing this now seven years, I see exactly what she's talking about. I see when the lights go out in these children because of circumstances they are not prepared emotionally or socially to deal with. And I talk with the mentors all the time about give them hope. Let's talk about hope, that your circumstances don't define you, but your dreams will compel you. And uh, that frequently gets them out of that hopelessness. You see their eyes glaze over. You see the darkness in their eyes. They just become very kind of quiet and solemn. And we get the opportunity to say, they know my mantra with them is, what do I expect of you? And the kids say, greatness, Miss Felicia. <laughs> Our cute. I want them to know that they're great. They have greatness in them, and that's what I want from them. When I call them because they haven't done well, the counselors called me to say whatever the counselor has said. I said, put them on the phone. I said, is this greatness? No, Ms. Felicia. Can we get to greatness? This is what I want you to focus on. Yes, Ms. Felicia. Let's get it done. Whatever it is, it takes to get you back on track. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. And what are the core platforms of the organization? What are the 
Hello? Yes, yes. Can you hear me? No, I can't. Okay, okay, sure. Uh, I, w- I was simply asking, what are the core platforms of the organization? We know it's the humanity of the child that we are there to inspire, to inspire them to greatness. The schools are working on schooling them in their academics. The, our focus is more on the human being, uh, that they have resilience, that they know they're important, that they have purpose, build their communication skills, their confidence, their ability to deal with conflict uh, at home and at school. Our focus is more on the human core of the child, which we tend to, I don't want to say eliminate, but we tend to ignore uh, on our way to giving them an education. And then at the end of it, we want to know why they don't have certain qualities. Well, because we never focused on it. They didn't think it was important. So that would probably be the main platform of this program, to inspire them to greatness, to move them along, to give them the tools that they need socially, emotionally, and academically, because, you know, to become successful, happy, and productive adults. Did that answer your question? Yes, yes, indeed. And just as as a second part to that question, as as usual, sometimes mentors and mentorship programs put the imperative upon those that they've mentored to return and share their gifts with the next generation or the next cadre of students, if you will, that's going to be mentored within that program. With, within Catalyst Global Youth Initiatives, is there the same structure? Do certain students that have been mentored and have endured success because of this mentorship, do they return back and help with mentoring some of the up-and-coming students? The students are expressing that now. We've been mentoring the children we have, a good 40% of them, for seven years consistently. Uh, More than 60% of our children have been mentored more than two years. As they are moving now into high school, they are actually expressing that. I want to be a mentor like you. I want to be like you. And the mentors are hearing this from their mentors. And when we did a program with Hood News, four of our mentees that we've had for seven years, and they've heard me say this over and over again, that my goal is to affect the lives of 300 million children. And I'm my mentees on that program said, we want to help Ms. Arisha do that. Wow. I was floored. I was just so floored because sometimes you don't think kids are really hearing you, you know. But for them to say that, I know the legacy has started. Wow, that, that, that's, that's phenomenal to hear. Yes. Just discuss for some of our listeners, because I did have some listeners prior to the broadcast as we were handling some of the marketing for our interview, that they were asking me about the book Raising Kings, uh, coincidentally enough. So just for our listeners, just elaborate a bit on, on your book Raising Kings. 
uh, for several years. My sons, are, except for one, are now in their early 40s. They have been after me to write a book about how they were raised because they feel I did a great job. And it's not in isolation. Even though their father and I uh, uh, separated at some point, we were both professionals, very invested in our kids, and so I cannot say I did this by myself. But I was a butt kicker. That I can say. And I was a custodial parent. So their whole point is how do you raise three black boys into manhood? And nobody was in jail. No one had babies. Everybody's college educated. Now they're all businessmen, including my nephew, who would be my fourth son. And so they said, you need to put this in writing. So I have this thing about parents. You know, we've got to get our acts together. We cannot make excuses and expect our children to succeed. We have to find solutions to make sure that they succeed. Does that make sense? So the Raising Kings is about that. All of them have king names. They're named after pharaohs. And there was a reason for that. So when they went into school, the teachers had to call these names. (laughs) And uh, they really started being the kings they were. And uh, that's what the uh, Raising Kings is about, is my little treatise about how we go about raising successful kids. Not because I'm the greatest, but because of my intention to raise the greatest kids I could to grow and raise men. And that's how, that is really what Raising Kings is about. For, 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 for parents today that are attempting to raise their children in a 21st century environment, if you will, what advice would you mainly give to those parents to best not only raise their children properly, but to also connect with their children in a way that promotes understanding between the generations? I think that over the past 45 years, we have deferred as parents our strengths and our abilities to professionals instead of the generational effect of parenting, which is extremely effective. Most professionals who write books only know parenting from that perspective. They don't even have children. And it's obvious that from what they've done over the past 45 years, the result is abysmal. When we go back to parenting as we know, I don't care about this, electronics, social media, television, when we interact with our children. Because remember, parents have 128 hours of the week, which is 168 hours with their kids. Now, you may argue the point 48 of those hours of sleeping, you may argue the point that parents are working for 40 hours. But let me say this. Still, parents have the bulk of the time with their children. 
the schools only have 30 hours. They're not designed to be to parent. They're designed to school a child. So when we defer to professionals, I like to say you can't spank them, you can't this, you can't that, that doesn't work. You need to speak to people who've done it, imitate what they've done, and get the job done. Decide what you want from your child. Reinforce that over and over again. I don't care if they don't give it, they jump up and down, they scream at you or what. When you say, this is what I want, you stay on that course. In other words, it's consistency that a child needs. And they need a parent to be an adult, not a child. So going back to this again, the schools cannot raise your kid. You have to. Now, now also, I, I would ask you as well to discuss your experience as a Toastmaster. <laughs> I started Toastmastering 10 years ago. My brother, when he was 18, became a Toastmaster. It is the an international club for public speaking. It's about 100 years old. And you go and you practice with other people who are interested in developing their public speaking skills, their spontaneous speaking skills in an hour meeting that's led by somebody that would be called a master of ceremony. They set up the agenda and run the agenda. You have timers, you have evaluators. But Toastmasters is what has helped me in my journey become a better speaker. And that's what I wanted. (laughs) So I recommend anybody You see the mouth Gives voice To the mind If you have Alzheimer's You can't speak for a reason Because the mind is not in gear So if you really want to keep your mind in gear Start speaking A lot of us can talk, but we can't communicate. Well, and 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 what for for our listeners? What what parting principle would you like to leave with our listeners? About mentoring. Yes, indeed, about mentoring. Well, let me just put it this way: about children, they're the most valuable assets we have and we need to treat them that way. They have come with a purpose and what our responsibility is is to help them find that purpose and the skills to achieve that purpose. They have the answer to a lot of the problems we face now. And we will lose that answer if we do not help them develop. They're the answer to a future that we will not see. Again, we want their greatness. We want their light. And it's our responsibility, parents, grandparents, community at large, to make sure they achieve what they were sent here for. That's where I'd like to leave with you. 
and I encourage everybody to spend a half an hour once a week with a child in school. And for those that would like to get in touch with you or get involved with Catalyst Global Youth Initiatives, how can they best contact you? They can call me, 386-216-4289, or they can email me as SEED, which is the seed that you put in the ground, S-E-E-D, principles, P-R-I-N, C-I-P-L-E-S at gmail.com. Definitely, Felicia. Thank you so much for being a part of our No One Talk broadcast for tonight. It is my pleasure. Thank you so very much for having me as your guest. Absolutely. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Right, and you heard it right here, everyone. That was our interview with Felicia Benzo, who's the CEO of Catalyst Global Youth Initiatives. This was her interview for tonight on the No One Talk broadcast. Once again, if you would like to book an interview or if you, if you would like to appear as a guest on the No One Talk broadcast, you can email us at notalk1 at gmail.com. Once again, that email address is notalk1 with the number one at gmail.com. We will see everybody. We will have not see, but, but we will hear from everybody next week. You'll hear from us next week for next week's interview, January 25th at 8 o'clock p.m. Tune in right here again to the No One Talk broadcast as we interview Beth Creatress, who has been all over Facebook, just making it happen right now with her brand new creations and her apparel line. So we will be talking to her in terms of her work in the Central Florida community. So until next week, my people. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.